0: Welcome to the winding road home now available on demand on all of your major podcast platforms. I'm Russ Salerno your show host and alongside me is my lovely wife Yvette. Hello and um, also my mom is with us today mom me mom how you doing.
1: I'm doing great.
0: How are you? I'm doing well. So uh, we we've we figured we'd bring mom in on the Mother's Day weekend coming up just to have a little discussion about moms. I wanted to ask a couple of moms here a few questions.
2: Oh wait, we want to hear stories about you. That's that's really why we brought that's why I brought her on. Well,
0: this is an uplifting show, <laughs> so make sure all comments are positive and uplifting and edifying.
2: Oh that's times. no
0: fun. So um, yeah, so uh, mom mom uh, I—I I mean, you're a little nervous. You—you you sound a little nervous. <laughs>
1: yeah, just a little. Just
0: a little bit. <clears throat> that's okay. Yeah. We, we have a—we have a crowd back here in, in the back that's, that's supporting you and loving on you and clapping for you, even even though you're nervous. All
1: oh, right. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, um, so those of you listening, uh, as always, um, we appreciate you listening and following and subscribing. We actually have 22 f- um, five-star ratings right now. Wow. Yeah, which is more than, we, I I man, it was like, we're up by 10 over the past uh, probably couple weeks. That's so amazing that
2: they let us do so many of ourselves. We do so. appreciate <laughs>
0: the five-star ratings. Somebody gave us a two, so if you're listening and you gave us a two, um, I'll be praying for you. <laughs> So, did they anyway. give us some
2: constructive feedback at least? Yeah.
0: Um, no constructive feedback, just a two. Just a, oh,
2: man.
0: Yeah. So that's okay. Right. I mean, you know, no one was perfect except for Jesus, so I don't expect to be perfect. I bet perfect. it was
2: the show that you did without me. That's probably it. No, probably actually,
0: I think that's when we started picking up ratings. The, the, <laughs> I think, our, I think okay. we got I middle. have to
1: tell you. I have to tell you, Dad just walked in the back door with a dozen yellow roses. I'm going to assume they're for me.
0: Yeah, well oh, uh we yeah. hope so
1: very beautiful. They,
0: they, they better be for you for you. They might be they might yeah. be for
1: they might be for zipper.
0: Might be for zipper.
1: Ah, uh, maybe so, because he's really attached to Zipper. That's our new dog.
0: Yes. Well, um <clears throat> we do well guys, we do appreciate the um this the subscriptions and the five star ratings. We do appreciate it. If you're going to leave us a two-star rating, just uh, forget about it. We don't want to just give us five stars only. Thank you very much. This podcast is simply a response to God tugging on our hearts to do something bigger than we are, something we're unfamiliar with, and we believe that God's going to do more with this show. And even if it's uh, me, Mom, my Dad, and uh, some of my cousins and a couple of my friends listening, uh, that's worth it. But I think there's more than just uh, just the five of us listening. Um so we are grateful that you take a moment out of your day to listen to the show. It means a great deal to us, and we love you guys. As always, we want to thank all of our servicemen and women for what they do to protect our freedoms. You guys are the best. We um, couldn't, couldn't be um, as free as we are today without you guys out there and girls um, strapping on that vest and going out there and doing what you got to do, and also in the military. It's just amazing, the commitment that they make because you pay- pretty much give your life up and that's what Christ did. So it's a
1: it's a, a selfless
0: it's a selfless, selfless thing. thing. So yeah. um, something we always are grateful for and whenever it. we see those those uh, when I see a police officer or a fireman or or a military person in a restaurant or something like that, I always like to give them a high five and just kind of let them know that I'm thankful. So um, we do appreciate you guys a bunch. So um, all right. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit uh a little bit of news out there, and um, uh, so some of the good, bad, and the crazy, and then we're going to talk about mom. So uh, we'll talk be, with mom,
2: not about mom. We'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> about
0: mom. About we'll talk moms. with mom. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about moms with moms, for moms. It's going to be good. We'll be right back. so check this out. Um, we talked about this before there was a huge uh, there's a huge church in Georgia whose pastor um, is basically said that the Old Testament you don't really need the Old Testament anymore it's just it's kind of old hat and uh, he's really just kind of you don't need it. you can take some good stuff out of it but what you need is the Old Testament and, or, or the New Testament and, and um, it's kind of bogus. When when you when I mean, because because the Old Testament points to mankind's depravity, but it also it, it uncovers mankind's depravity, but it also points to Jesus, and then the New Testament completes the story. And uh, so, if you don't have the Old Testament, the New Testament can can seem a little bit empty, even though the New Testament is full of grace and mercy. But you gotta you gotta establish. I mean, I think what God does in the Old Testament is he paints a picture of who we are and and our fallen nature. I mean, straight out of the gate, you know, and with Adam and Eve. And then, um, and not only that, when we talk about moms today, I mean, if you take the Old Testament out of play. It's kind of like
2: watching Avengers Endgame with never watching uh, Captain Marvel and not wondering where the heck did she come from?
0: Yeah, so mom, because I know you're not a Captain Marvel person, that made no sense to mom. Mom doesn't mom she doesn't watch Star Wars. Nothing. She likes she likes murder mystery movies. You have murder, to follow mystery, the movies. whole story to really so, understand
1: the end of the there story. There you go.
0: So I, I'm trying to relate that? something. I can't think of anything that would that mom would be able to relate to on that.
1: But. Well, that's kind of like it is in the Bible. You have to see the whole story before you can know the end of the story, and the Old Testament is. Uh, incredibly important not just to you and I but to those who are non-believers yeah. because that tells the whole story
0: it, 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 it does it, 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 it
1: introduces Christ into the mix It for, uh, one thing that saddens me greatly is that Jewish people don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and yet it's proven to them Over and over and over again in the
0: old testament. Well, you know what's out you know what else is in the old testament in Exodus chapter uh, twenty verses verse twelve? Honor your father and your mother, that your days may Mm -hmm. be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. So, um wow, we take that out of play, then then what? We don't honor our mom and dad? I mean, it's it's totally applicable. And so, um, Those of you who are hearing this and reading about this and maybe jumping on this this uh, this little bandwagon or this little fad that's going on, it's you know I wouldn't I wouldn't fall for the banana in the tailpipe, no way, Uh, because you're 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 you know the devil's out to deceive us and create a lot of noise um, in our lives and this is just yet another deception. And uh, I wouldn't believe it. So um, those of you out there that are hearing that, you're thinking about um, cutting your Bible in almost half and just thinking, oh, all it needs is a New Testament. Think again. God's Word I'm thinking, is...
2: thinking, boy, I'm going to lighten the load here. I don't have to carry this little one now.
0: Well, if you want the little one, you can go get the Psalms and the Proverbs and the New Testament, the Gideon, you know, the free ones that they give you. Well, they don't give them to you, but I know some people take them. It's not it's the bad to, teeny ones. Is it bad to take a Bible out of a hotel if
1: like a Gideon's?
0: I always, I, I mean, I know, I've never ah, done I, that but I mean I think that I
1: think the Gideons I think the get put them there for people to take
0: yeah yeah
1: perhaps I'm wrong
0: you know I had a, I had a guy one time mom he took um he asked if I could borrow my oh, I, I let him borrow my Bible it was my nasB um it was a John MacArthur study Bible I had I had years and years of notes in it and he never gave it back to me. And I mean, I'm talking, I mean, every, I I, that, I tore that Bible up. That was my favorite Bible of all time. And he never gave it back to me. I asked him for it and he said he forgot, he, he lost it. And Oh, no. Yeah, and I mean, since then, you know, I only have like, what, how many, 13 Bibles, 14 Bibles, maybe? I don't know. I just, not that I collect them, but I like different types of Bibles. Um, And, um, but that one hurt me. You know, but you know, since then, like my go-to is the. And
2: maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't lose it. Maybe he, maybe just he didn't want to it. give back yeah, to I you because he you liked
0: and it. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, these these Bibles that you know the Gideon Bibles. I always wonder if someone takes those and you know. But that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So um, yeah. So my go-to Bible, uh, the, I call it my porch Bible, is my uh, New Living Translation, pocket, uh, or uh, not pocket edition, but compact edition, large print.
2: It's not pocket size. No, it's not pocket size,
0: so, but large print. Um, it, Mom, it's the ones that we took to uh, to Bulgaria.
1: Ah, oh, I little, love those. The,
0: the, the little black one, and yes. uh, it's got just the right size print. So the New Living Translation is a thought for thought translation, and it um, it reads really well. Um, you know, the literal translations are harder to read, but uh, when I'm studying, I like the NASB and the ESV. Those are my two favorites but you know anyway vet jokes around she said you have so many bibles and if i had a dime for every time she said it says the same thing it's the same story says the same story same and why do we say why do we say if i had a dime every time I looked that up the other day.
2: Because if I had a dime for every time I said that, no, I got a, a, a dime. Here's the here's, the
0: problem. I had here's, had here's a problem. Here's a, hey, I'm, I'm gonna explain this to you guys. Listen. The problem with this is Mark Twain first said that in 1809.
2: If I had a hundred dollar bill for every no, time that listen you listen
0: to me for a second, okay? Just listen mm-hmm. for a minute. I'm trying to help you here. Okay. So yes, no, it hasn't it has not adjusted for inflation. <laughs> Mark Twain says this, and he actually said if I had a dollar, he's the first one recorded to say that as far as when I did my research. So He said back in 1809, if I had a dollar for every time someone, whatever, right? You adjust for inflation. It's, I mean, you're talking 5Gs at least, right? So, I mean, at least give yourself a shot. at, Because people say that, man, if I had a dime, I'd be rich. But you really wouldn't be. Because, I mean, unless somebody did something repeatedly. Like, if I had a dime for, for every time my mom drank a Diet Coke. Or Coke Zero.
2: Now you might be rich.
0: I would be pretty close to rich, but if I said I, if I had if I had five thousand dollars for every Coke Zero mom had, I would be a gazillionaire, and I would be retired right so now. It's
2: all relative. Mm-hmm. So, so we so, just so, adjusted up, inflating that statement.
0: <laughs> what I might do? What, what? See, what I'm trying to do is I'm I'm trying see. People are you're you're trying too hard at a dime a shot. I think you know. I think you got to up the ante a little bit and just just at least call it a C note. A, a C note. If I had a C note for every diet, diet diet Pepsi or diet Coke mom had, mom drank. Mom, you do you you drink? A, how many how many Coke zeros do you drink a a a week or a day? Let's say a day. How how many, how many drink? Very
1: very few now. Just very few. Very few. How many cups of coffee? Yeah. So. <clears throat> Now, um,
0: that's another story yeah I know. yeah so um i didn't have much you know the the news is so you know lately it's just the same old stuff the government corruption uh he lied to this person she lied to that person i think something that's really funny is that alexandria casio cortez no not her again she she discovered a uh a garbage disposal for the first time. She's from New York, and uh, apparently they don't have good garbage disposals up there. And she's, <laughs> she's a she was leg. like a, she, she, she was like she was acting like a caveman. It was the first time you ever saw like Never a calculator or something. Like oh oh oh, oh Is what this is environmentally a, what is a, uh, safe? What it, what is this hole? What is this hole in the sink? It's making noise. There's a switch. I thought it was a light, and this hole was making noise.
2: Oh bless her heart. I
0: didn't I didn't know what it was. And is it environmentally safe? And oh my goodness, like oh my gosh. You know, just she is
2: like, like she does that. She too. is
0: such an airhead. But I, I digress. Mom, I, I I'm not a big fan. She she's just laughable. And I'm really I'm I'm wondering how she even got elected.
2: I just thought it was really funny that she honestly had never seen a conversation. Well, so if you've never
0: even if you've never seen one uh, but you, I mean, as smart as she is, supposedly.
2: If she didn't even would, know what it was. You would not
0: know what, what one is. Like, you're acting like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen one of these. There's some hole in the sink.
2: She thinks she can hey, cure global warming? Yeah.
0: No, mom, no, mom. No, we're not. dead we're serious. serious. Dead serious. She
2: thinks she can, she can fix she's global videoing, warming, but she doesn't know what a garbage she disposal is. She videos herself.
0: She videos the sink, and she's looking. She's like, look at this hole in my sink. Look at this. Now, this thing is a, It's called a disposal. I've never seen one before. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know what they use them for. But you apparently put you know, food and trash in there. And, and is it this environmentally? It's it scary. Me. It's scary. It's just scary. Oh. Well, yeah, it's scary if you put your hand in it. I mean, I don't know. It's just Do not um, insert
1: your this hand. Is someone. This is someone that's in charge of. Uh, uh, changing our laws or maintaining our right. laws. I
0: mean, Barney. Barney Fife this has. Is I mean, this is what Barney Fife yeah, just. You know, they'll be on motorcycles, wearing them leather jackets, and zooming around. They'll take over the whole town, a reign of terror. Yeah, I mean, these people will just be like, you know, they'll be all over there. They're going to be all over the place. So, it's pretty. It's pretty sad. But, yeah, um, um And then you got North Korea. They. Uh, it's. It's. It's funny. I heard that they. They fired off a projectile. Into, into some ocean it's like they're there' <laughs> whoever the news when I read this I thought it was funny because whoever whoever was reporting this made it sound like it was like a nerf rocket or something like uh, well there's a you know, North Korea launches a projectile into this into the ocean it wasn't like a missile or uh you know even I mean they could have called it like a like a a Nerf, uh, you know, astr- astrometer, whatever, whatever uh, version of some rocket, and it would projectile. have been more serious. They call it a projectile. I thought that was kind of funny.
1: Well, the complexity of the of the countries today is just so scary to me because you don't know when this little guy is gonna He's- do something that really is harmful to human beings like a real rocket that's going to land on the land.
0: Yeah. He's little and, but he's little um, but he's wide. And,
1: and and then you have you have China and Russia and then you have Iran and those countries are very frightening to me.
0: Yeah. Well, God's in control and um we got to we, we got to know that tough times are coming to America. So I mean, you just got to you got to get ready for that. We do. You just got to get ready for that.
1: You know, our Christians here in this country have been so fortunate in that they haven't had to suffer uh at all for believing in Christ and uh I think that might change for us one day.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I do. I and believe I
1: hope we're up to it. I hope we're up to it. I am.
0: Um, well, there are places in Canada okay. right now, mom, where uh you have if you've shared the gospel, you you've been you've been is considered hate speech. So, it's it's on it's on its way. I mean, I don't want to be negative because I mean it,
2: Which is insane because Christianity is the only religion that's that that's about love. The yeah. ultimate love. That's yes. what's so in in a,
0: uh, Yeah. Don't even get that's me started. Because,
1: uh, that's because our Lord is about love, and if we could just um, bottle that and uh, use it in every part of our life, um, even those who don't believe in Christ might want to try bottling that too.
0: Well, yeah. here's here's the deal with that, and I like where you went with that. Um, it is bottled up; it's bottled up inside of us. But here's the deal: if we keep the mm-hmm. lid on, if we keep the lid on the bottle, then we're just a bunch of Bottles of the Holy Spirit walking around and, you, you know, there, yeah. there's nothing. I mean, what is this? I don't know. There's, it's not open. Uh, well, I mean, what does it taste like? I don't know because it's not open. So Christians need to crack open the, 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 the seal and, um, you know. Uh, let, you know
2: what they don't understand is is they call it hate speech, but things like this, like as a Christian, we may not agree with the lifestyle of homosexuality, but we still love those people.
0: Right. But Just they don't like, believe that.
2: Well, that's not my fault. They call
0: it bigotry. That's that's and what it is. it's not. And just because like, here's, here's I don't the believe deal. in
2: abortion, but if someone has one or that's what they choose, I don't hate that person.
0: We've talked about this before on the show. If in today's world, if you do not endorse my, my lifestyle, endorse every anything, aspect everything. of it, then you are a bigot. That is it. If you do not love me, you do not accept me for who I am, if you don't accept my lifestyle, even if it doesn't line up with the Word of God. and um,
1: Well, that, that road goes both directions. Um, if, if they want to be loved, then they have to exert love to other people. And um, for an example, as a Christian, I don't um, believe in homosexuality, but a dear, dear friend of mine uh, is a homosexual, and I just couldn't understand it, so I had him come to where I was working, and I said, just tell me to my face uh, what it is that other people are talking about, so he did, and I looked at him, and I said, well, I want you to know one thing. I don't love what you're doing and what you've done to your family, but I will never stop loving you. And what do he say? And I really, I meant that. And he said, well, thank you very much. And I love you too. And to this day, we are still friends.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And, and, and I don't think they want to believe that you can love them. Maybe that's their problem maybe
0: they feel like they're not
1: lovable. Well, but,
0: if but I Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no,
1: that's fine. Well, I mean
0: if and, and so it's a good point. If 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 you don't love them, then it's I got gotcha. you. See, you're not a Christian cuz you don't love me. And then they do kind of want you to say that. When it comes down to it though, the reason why people the reason why people hate Christ and hate the gospel that the ones that that don't believe the ones that don't want to believe is because it requires exposure to your sin it ex- requires you to admit that you're a sinner and broken and what you love is sinful and that's the hardest part and no one wants to do that i mean i was reading a statistic um today this morning and um in in i think it was 2001 there were in i think we were like five hundred and eighty thousand decisions for Christ in I think the Southern Baptist Church. I, I I have to read, I have to I don't have it on me, but it was basically five thousand or five hundred and something thousand um decisions for Christ. But of those only, you know, like five percent of them went 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 to church on a regular basis. So, you know, it's like you make a decision and so there's that false hope and it's it was in this book i was reading uh by living waters and uh todd friel and ray comfort basically it's you know they 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 go through the um the parable of the soils and um basically the only the only pair the only one in the soils that uh, that goes to heaven is the, the one in the good soil everything else is there's no fruit it's all it's all burned up and um they they talk in this book about about the um About the, sorry, that's my dog. Um, They talk about the, um, you know, the, you know, the deception of of people walking down the aisle and checking the box when they're young and thinking I'm good and mom and dad got me hooked up and, you know, and all that good stuff. And it's just, I I hate to see, I hate to see someone who thinks they're going to heaven not go to heaven because they, they have, um, because they have a false, a false hope that Like, you know, you can't.
2: And how would we know for sure?
0: Well, well, I have
1: to tell you, a lot of these people do not understand that God knows that we are going to sin because we were born into a sinful world because of Adam and Eve. But uh, when you sin and you understand it to be sin and you ask forgiveness, your sins are forgiven. Your blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, forgave you of all of your sins, but He expects us to turn away from our sin.
0: Well, and there's a the rub, Mom, because you, you, look, if you if you're sinning and there's no remorse, you're you're I'm sorry, you're not biblically you're you're not a Christian. If you have no remorse and you're sinning, and it doesn't eat you alive, it, it, there's no fight, there's no struggle. You are not a Christian. I'm telling you right now. If there's a zero struggle, you just sin. It's like, hey, no big deal. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even consider it a sin. I love it, and you might even know that God, God doesn't approve of it, and you just do it anyway. And there's zero struggle. I'm sorry. So I'm that's there's nowhere in the Bible that I read where you can just be real comfor- comfortable with with sinful when, when with life lifestyle sin, lawlessness as the Bible calls it. So, and
2: when people get like that you ever wonder if they really if they're angry going, well, I'm gonna do whatever I want is maybe because deep down they are struggling with that. they are struggling they' it's almost like they're fighting against God like like
0: well, it's it's the control of the remote again mm-hmm. which it's like you know I control my body. That's where we are with abortion. I control my body. I control this, I control that. you know we want the remote control. We want control of our lives and everything around it. And, um, you know, when you're a Christian, you surrender control in many ways, but, but by doing that, you, you've gained a lot of freedom as well. So, but people don't, people that don't know Christ don't, don't see that. They don't understand that, that, you know, um, you know, there's a difference and and I I love to, I love this is there's a difference between a servant and a slave and we're slaves. Uh, there's a version of the Bible where, um, they soften the word "slave" and cut and and, and, and reword it to "servant," um, and they did that to soften the the word "slave" because it uh, has such a negative connotation. But the difference between a slave and a servant is a serving the servants get paid for what they do, and a slave doesn't because a slave is bought, and Christ bought yeah, us with with work, yeah. with uh, he he bought and paid for. Uh, us on that cross, and uh, through ultimately through his resurrection, defeated death um, once and for all. So, hey, we're we're running out of time, but we I want to talk about moms. I got a couple questions, so um, we will be we'll be right back to talk about moms, with moms, for moms. Way to go, moms! Mm-hmm. All right, we're um, we're back and now now okay. So I have two moms on the phone, on the show, ready to ready to answer some questions. All right, so point blank, guys, gals, moms, what's what's? Let's just start with the hardest. What's the hardest thing about being a mom? Mom, go for it. Me and mom go first. What's the hardest thing about being a mom? Yeah, put you on the mm,
1: spot. I suppose. I suppose it would be uh, when my children are struggling with something in their life, and moms are usually acutely aware of that, and then that brings out my biggest sin, which is worry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, when I worry, I'm saying, okay, God, I don't trust you with this. I have to handle this, and I don't want to do that, uh, but...
0: That's what I do. What could I be struggling with? I'm just playing <laughs> I struggle I struggle with uh, I struggle with stuff all the time
2: and that's what's the funny thing is it doesn't matter how old you are. you are still her little boy, yeah, and she worries about you. yeah,
0: that's right. All right, so vet, what about you?
2: Well, she took mine, so no. <laughs>
0: Well, if it's the same thing, <laughs> and, I mean, no, what
2: that's a big thing. I think just where my children are in life. I mean, I think a lot of moms would say when they're small and you're up in the middle of the night, you know, that's, that's one thing, but, um, I think your children finally leaving the nest, I think that's a little, which we just had was, one yep. that was hard for me. Just one. I mean, when my, my old, when our oldest went away to college and now when he recently moved out, it. I almost like hyperventilated cry just because I don't know if it was sad that he was leaving, uh, lonesome or just, you know, proud that he was moving on to the next thing or just feeling that it's, it's really a sense of loss, like they're kind of going off on their own, which is what they need to do and you want them to do. But you always remember them as your, you know, your little boy or your little girl and seeing them grow up is really hard like a lot of times I see people with small children like little boys especially since my boy is is the the first one out and I look at them and I think enjoy every minute because it's it they're little for such a short amount of time in the length of their life and I miss some of those those precious days when they were little and they needed me all the time.
0: If I'm hearing both y'all correctly it's like When they move on, it's the worry and the, you know, how's he doing and Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. I mean, even, even, even dads have that, even, even though I'm kind of like, hey, he'll figure it out. It's like,
2: dads don't get emotional like moms, though.
0: It's like, you know, hey, if he sticks that fork in the, in that socket, that'd be the last time he does that. I mean, that's kind of a, you know, (laughs) kind of tough
2: love. A little tougher love. Yeah. A
0: little tougher love. But all right. So we covered what the, the toughest thing is. Um, what's the best thing about being a mom? Be mom.
1: I um this is gonna really sound corny, but just just having a child that's yours that God entrusted you with and he is expecting you to do not be perfect, because I was never a perfect parent, nor are my children perfect. Hey, wait a minute. But <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> you you want to do well with them because God gave them to you to take care of and raise up and and bring them up in the church and uh, or and not just the church but to believe in him See, I I have a hang up really with them the different denominations in that if we're all Christians and we believe in Jesus Christ, why can't we just be Christians? Why do we have to be a denomination?
0: Yeah. But that's anyway. a whole nother show, uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that is, that is. And but that's, that's the one thing I, I, I don't want to fall short of doing what God expected me to do as a mother.
0: So the, but the best thing is about being a mom is, is having is children. Just having children. Okay. Yeah. All right, Vet, what about you?
1: Because they're a blessing. They're an absolute blessing most of the time. All right. <laughs> no, they I like,
0: always like do a
2: little <laughs> caveat there at the All end.
0: Wow. <laughs> so uh, how about how about you, Vet? I think
2: the best part of being a parent is A mom. Oh, about being a mom specifically, yeah. Is the relationship I have with my kids when I can, mm-hmm. like the other day when I was, I was so sick and Dalton came over and he just laid on the couch with me we watched TV and he curled up next to me and we just, just hung out together just to have that person that I know is always part of me. You know, he's, he's part of who I am, how my daughter You know, the other night it was the same thing. We were laying down, we were cuddled on the couch. And actually I was, I was leaning over on her shoulder, kind of partly on her chest. And she was singing all these like Disney princess songs. And my, my ear was right under her, her mouth. And I was just sitting there listening to her sing. And it was just so joyful. It's, it's moments like that, that as a mom are just precious. It's just those, those relationship times with my kids. And I'm so glad that I, and I'm so glad that I have a boy and a girl that I understand the difference between the two. And I have both those relationships and, um, I'm just so blessed about all of them. I mean, not that everything's easy, you know, that Maisie, I mean, there's times that you just want to, you know, take them and pin them up to the wall, but on the whole, just the laughs that you can have and the wisdom you can impart. And maybe sometimes when you're having a down day and they can build you up, those are, those are joyous things. and, And I love that.
0: That's great. Hey, so what about now? So uh, let, let's just let's just assume that somebody is uh, there's a girl listening or a woman listening that is considering an abortion because you know I'm a big anti-abortion uh, advocate I'm pro-life, but more anti-abortion advocate. And so you got this uh, someone this person is listening to the phone. They're they have a baby in their stomach and they're they, and they're considering abortion. What? From your experiences, what, what would you tell that person if someone came to you and was like, hey, I'm thinking about this, um, what, what should I do?
1: Oh, this is very heavy on my heart. Um, I, I, would, I would tell her that that child is the greatest blessing, the greatest gift that God is ever going to give you. And I, I just would pray so hard and, and might even beg her, please don't do this. You're going to regret this later. Um, and then I have to think about, I'm the mother of two boys. And I think about the uh, women's movement out there, which is, you know, they have a right to do with their own body what they want to do with their own body. Well, there are two sides to every piece of paper. One side is it's okay to get an abortion, and the other side is saying no, it's not. Because I have two boys, and I've raised them to be Christian boys, um, they have to, I'm thinking if this happened to me, uh, not to me, but to them, the boys, and they knew that this young woman had their child, inside of her and she was going to get an abortion how sad that would be for my son who believes that life is precious and life is a gift uh, to destroy what is partially his and and then I have to wonder do the young men get no say so in this matter I mean God is the one that created human bodies to reproduce and he made it so that the woman would have the baby but that child is partially a young man's child as well and I, I worry that um, they don't get to say yes I want my child I yeah. don't want you to destroy my child and that makes it very sad.
0: It does make it uh the the environment today does make it feel like the the guy is really not a part of the decision. No, you know, I mean I'm and I'm absolutely. sure that the guy is <clears throat> you know, in many cases there's probably the guy's <clears throat> a part of the decision but but yeah, you're right. Um so mom, uh, I was a preemie. Yes. I was a preemie, right?
1: You were and I had and, a lot of And there was there was a situation. Yeah,
0: there was a situation there. Um,
1: Yes.
0: So I mean, that was a complicated situation. Maybe you might not have made it. Maybe I might not have made it. I mean,
1: there was a there was a time where neither one of us could have been here. That God saw fit to change, make it different.
0: So at seven months. Yep.
1: I. I had a um, a C-section because you were born at seven months, and I thought, oh gosh. And when I was coming to in an, an, um, in recovery, I wasn't in a regular maternity ward. I'm think I said, what did I have? What did I have? And they couldn't tell me, and I and I'm thinking, oh no. Um, I had the worst thoughts hit my head and. And then they said, oh, well, we'll find out, we'll find out. And you were a little boy, and I was so excited. I was so thrilled. It was no kidding, ladies out there, who are having your babies for the first time. It is a special gift from God. And and the excitement level is just unexplainable.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and, well, and I'm... It, it, I'm glad you didn't decide yeah. to have an. Uh, I'm glad you didn't decide to have an abortion.
1: Yeah, or have to make a choice, you or me. Um, but but you but you said was, you
0: said go ahead and go for it, and and they and, and we both made it.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: I just had to get out of there. So
1: here you are. I mean, seven mm-hmm. months. That's
0: a long. it's yeah. a long time. I I was. I just had to. <laughs> it was out of space. It was time for me. I was. I had the podcast. I had to do so. Um. <laughs>
1: Yes, well, I'm I'm really really pleased that everything turned out well.
0: Well, I am too, Yvette, What about you? Um, let's let's finish off with you. Um, what are your if you're you got a a, an, a you know woman considering an abortion, a girl considering abortion, and you've had kids, what do you what do you say?
2: Well, I think the first thing is understanding that they're probably scared to death because I think in more times. In more situations than not, it's probably someone who's young, unmarried. Um, you don't usually hear of a woman in her mid thirties who's married who wants an abortion. It's yeah. it's just not your norm. Your norm is a young girl, um, not married, and do many do times this? as a teenager, what do this? I do? And yeah. go, you know what? If a, if a if you don't want the child, there's so many people, loving people that cannot have children who would love a baby. I mean, people are waiting years and years and praying for a baby. Uh, Your baby would be adopted. You know, people talk about the system and the system. They talk about kids that are older and nobody wants them. And well, that's not a newborn baby. That's, that's rarely do you have trouble ever getting a, a newborn baby adopted. We've known so many people that, you know, that some people that weren't even able to adopt because they, they couldn't, They, they even couldn't even find a baby to adopt, you know, and they still today would love to have a baby. Yeah. But so, you know, the first thing is reminding them that that is a, at conception, that is a human being and know that whether you keep that child for yourself or you, you give it up for adoption, you are doing the most selfless thing for them because if you, if you give them up, you are doing a self, but first of all, you're, you're, you're giving them life. And then you're giving them to somebody who is going to be able to, to, to love them. And that's what God's plan was, is, is for you to have this baby. So this other family that maybe isn't able to is finally blessed with that child. Yeah. And then, and then if it's a situation where this girl would maybe keep it and her fear is, how am I going to take care of it? That's when you've got to say, you know what, you've got to, you got to pray and just know that God has got this and it, it's probably scary now. And you know what? Your parents are probably angry at you and, and all this, you know, it's a lot of things are going on in your life right now. But once you make that decision, it will all work out. Your parents are going to end up loving that child. You are going to love that child. And you are going to realize that you'll look back. I know more people that have had children young and look back and go, I can only can't even imagine what my life would have been like had I not had this child. And, as a mom, I I did not understand until I was pregnant. It was not until my son came out and I held him that I under that I fully fully understood. Cuz my thing was how am I going to love this kid? I don't, I don't know, I've never met him, you know what I mean? You know and and then they come and you're like there's no feeling like it. There's no feeling like it. And, and then when I got pregnant with my my daughter, I remember talking to my dad one day and I said how am I going to love another child as much as I love Dalton? Because I d- had no, no idea how to share that feeling. And I remember my dad just laughed at me because he has three. And he goes, bet there's enough love to go around. And the second I had my daughter and, and they handed her to me, which was pretty quickly because she came out really fast, I knew. I mean, you don't understand until you're there. That feeling is a feeling you can never explain to anybody who has not had a child. And it's a feeling that nothing else gives you. It's a joy that nothing else can give you. And I can't imagine my life without my children. They are the most precious, precious thing in my entire life.
0: Well, you guys are amazing. Um, I love both you guys and mom. You've been uh, obviously the best mom I've ever had. <laughs> Thank
1: you, honey. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and
0: uh, <clears throat> no, but um, mom, you've been great. I mean. You know, those of you who know me may know this, and those of you who don't know me well enough obviously don't know this that my father um, was Jewish, and um, my mom, um, you know, basically preached the gospel to him, and he became a Christian. And my dad and I were became Christian at the same time, and were baptized the same day, uh, March fourth, nineteen seventy nine. And um, um, so, you know, mom, mom. You know, Christ through Mom changed the game in our family, and I grew up in a Christian home, and I was very fortunate. And uh, Mom, thanks for not putting up with Dad's crap. Had to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so yeah, no, uh, he's, but he's, uh, no, he's
1: really, really great too. He's I, I, I'm so proud of him because when he fell in love with the Lord, it was an amazing day, and he's been that way ever since
0: yeah he's a he's, he's a tremendous evangelist now too he's he's preached he preaches yeah. the gospel See, he used to think i was crazy yeah. i remember him telling me hey man you're you're gonna scare off all your friends now he's yeah you know, he's now he's pulling his socks up yeah. to his knees and he's playing shuffleboard and, and sharing he, the gospel you know in the, in the, yeah, in the he, retirement communities
1: he's he's worried about his friends not knowing before they leave this earth, yeah, um, because uh, that, that really is bothersome to Well,
0: that's the way we should be, whether we're 70-something or we're 40-something or 50-something. Uh, we don't know. And so sharing the gospel is uh, of, of great importance. And the problem is there is no urgency to the gospel in church anymore. And just as uh, Barney Fife will tell you, there are people out there that are, they're that just begging inside that man's body is a little child calling out for help. Help
1: me, help me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So inside that body is, that's, that's a soul and everyone knows knows that they need help. And, um, it's moms like you guys that, um, that that's what we need. The family unit has been broken down in America and in this world. We're trying to tear away, uh, life and the abortion issue. We're trying to muddy the, uh, the marriage, uh, what what marriage means, what the institution of marriage, and that's the fall of our country. So, I say just keep preaching the gospel and loving, uh, loving on people just like God told us to do. And um, mom, all you moms out there, <clears throat> you guys, you guys do such a great job. Just keep it up. Tough times, good times, doesn't matter. Moms always, they're always sticking up for you and always uh, taking care of you. But mom, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us on the show and Yvette?
1: oh my pleasure! Thank you.
0: Yeah, this was fun. Uh, we'll have to do more of this because uh, I think there's more, there's more to Mom's story. You know, it's just Mom, you you're, you you're, I, I think we we'll probably need to have Mom share a story with Dad about that, Dad, Dad and that whole deal back in the day. Yeah, that would be that a great story.
2: Cool. Well, but thank hey, remember, you for being remember,
0: it's not if I had a dime for every time. It is if I you had a C note. That's what a I'm gonna say time, now. Okay, it's just a little quicker, quicker return on investment. Love you guys. Talk talk to you later.
2: Bye now.